When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey Geekscapists, welcome to a brand new Geekscape podcast. I'm Jonathan London, your host. If this is your first Geekscape, strap yourselves in for some pop culture talk. Movies, video games, comic books, TV, pop culture, all that stuff that is, uh, I don't know. What do I always say each week? And I don't even know where this came from. All the pop culture talk you can fit under the hood. I, I don't know if you're listening to this driving to work. I uh, hope there's nothing under your hood except what needs to be there. Uh, I hope the pop culture talk is simply coming out of your speakers. If you're listening to this at work, well, get back to work. No, just kidding. Don't get back to work. Listen to Geekscape. And um, I want to pause real quick and just say I appreciate you listening to me. You've got lots of options for what to do with your entertainment. Uh, even if it's passive, even if you're doing something else right now, you've got Geekscape coming through years. And I want to say how much I appreciate that. It's a lot of fun. And we had a lot of downloads last week, which I'm super happy about, even though we've been doing this since 2006. It still it still makes me so happy to be getting a text or be getting a comment or a DM or something from you guys saying how much you appreciate the episodes or how we've turned you on to a brand new band or a brand new actor or a brand new TV show or movie or comic book. Um, I, I, I love spending your hard-earned dollars on superfluous entertainment. It's great. Just do what I do and just buy a ton of comics each week and then be like, oh, why don't I have more money? Well, maybe because you walked in the comic book store and you ate with your eyes, Jonathan. Uh, it's all good. It's all good. This week's going to be a hard one, though. We got that Spider-Man 2 game coming out. Yep. I saw our good friend Yuri Lowenthal on Sunday night. Uh, uh, there's a writer, Derek Hughes. I should have him on the show. He's a really good writer. He put together this party and Geekscape mainstays like Phil Lamar and Yuri showed up. And I just told Yuri, I don't have a PS5, guys big shock right there i don't have a ps5 uh yet <laughs> and it looks like it looks like i'm about to buy a uh several hundred dollars spider-man 2 game because i gotta buy that ps5 to play it uh i know you guys are like oh you can play it on this on the ps4 no no enough of that all right i want to play it on the ps5 same thing with um god of war ragnarok like i i totally want to play god of war uh ragnarok and i you know, load screens, this, that I, sooner or later, you got to grow up a little. And that means getting to the next system. I pushed off this generation of PlayStation long enough. That being said, there's another game on <laughs> this week. That's going to take my attention because that damn Mario is back <laughs> with Mario wonder, which I call super Mario LSD. Cause it looks weird. Um, so there's a lot of stuff vying for our attention uh, this week. And uh, we're going to talk about maybe some of it here on the brand new geekscape my friend Joseph H. Johnson Jr. is on the show. He's hilarious. He's a comedian I saw last April. And I was like, this dude is spitting all this pop culture stuff in his stand-up set. I have got to get him on Geekscape. And uh, sure enough, his social media handles are Black Nito <laughs> and stuff like that. So he's a big X-Men fan, clearly. Uh, and so I had to get him on Geekscape. And uh, yeah, I'm not going to delay anymore. Let's get Geekscape going. Let's bring Joseph in here and let's have you fall in love with him as much as I've fallen in love with him. 
you guys are already commenting on the whole PS4 versus PS5 thing. I think Christopher Robinson, he's had some trouble with his ID over here uh, in the comments, but I think Facebook user, I'm just going to assume it's Chris Robinson. Uh, he says PS4, more like PS snore. Um, yeah, uh, I know. I know. I, I needed to upgrade that thing when Miles Morales came out and I was like, no, I can get away with this. I can get away with this. Uh, and then the voice of Peter Parker himself, who I think does some mocap. Erie Lowenthal uh, came in on Sunday to this party and I was like, all right, fine. Uh, and luckily enough, um, my buddy Herschel does some work for Insomniac and Insomniac got bought by Sony. So I can get an employee discount, I think on the system or Herschel can, and I can reimburse him and it'll be maybe a hundred, 150 bucks cheaper for the PS five uh, update to come on that stuff. Uh, also New York comic con happened this past weekend. Lots of news coming out of that. Uh, I have not kept up with it. So <laughs> if you guys want to talk about it, you got to throw that in the chat. We're on YouTube, Facebook, Twitch. We'll talk about whatever you guys want to strike pending. Uh, you know, Joe is an actor. He's coming up. He's an actor. And uh, we really cannot talk too much about some of the stuff going on in the strike. I will say, though, that I did go out to the picket lines on Friday and saw some people there. Um, but let's get, let's get Joe in here. Let's talk to him. Black Needle himself. How are you, Joe? Hey, yo, doing well. That <laughs> intro is amazing, by the way. Oh, thanks. Thank I. You. I had so much nostalgia coming through. I was like, Dreamcast? What? <laughs> this show is that. so damn old that that stuff was new when we started it up. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, right, cool. I, I didn't mean to bust you out like that. No, I joke about it, but if we started, the, if I started podcasting in 2005 and this is, this show started in 2006, the Dreamcast had died. What? Let, let's put the Dreamcast death. That's true. Rattle at like 2002. 2003 it was not i mean the dreamcast in sega realizing that they're only going to be a publisher and make like plinko machines like that stuff only really happened a few years before geekscape so it's crazy it's crazy that That, that's so crazy to me because like honestly when i got my dreamcast it had already been like dead i guess because i was burning my homie was burning games for everybody yeah. No, is that that's not that's no, illegal? No, well, it, it, listen, <laughs> I think the statute of limitations on a dead system, I think it's really like that's true. They're not they making any new ones, what they're they not like, do? oh my yeah, god, exactly. we can't sell to these Sonic games fast enough. Because but it's people like me, that's my fault. Them. It's my fault. It's not, no, it's it, it is absolutely not, Joseph. It's it's Sega's fault, and that's true. For those, the, for those of you, we've talked about it a lot on the on the show, um, Console Wars, our friend Blake Harris's mm-hmm. book. Um, Blake is working on a book on Larry David. Now he did a book on Facebook acquiring or meta or whatever it is, acquiring Oculus. Is, yeah. But his first book with console wars is required reading for you. If you're a, a video game fan, because it's about Sega versus Nintendo in 1991, 92 and how the launch of Sonic Sega of America beat back Nintendo who had the majority of market share in Sega and the whole Sega and Sega does what Nintendo <laughs> don't that whole aggressive ad campaign built around Sonic in the u.s beat nintendo back to 50 percent of the market share and sega was in the game with that genesis and sega japan just never was and they ran things and cut to e3 i'm going to say 1994 95 
E3, uh, not E3, uh, uh, what's the one in Vegas, uh, CGC or CDS or whatever it is. They were going to launch the Sega PlayStation and mm. Sony was ready for it. And Sony was excited for it. I heard about this, yeah. And Sega said, I think we're going to stick to cartridges because we can't. Mm. And, 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 and then they, they dipped. They dipped on Sony. And Sony didn't know until the egg was on their face. And Sony's like, fine, we'll do it ourselves. We're the ones with the CD technology. We're the tech company. You guys are the software right. company. Right. And, and it, was the, it was a big mistake. Sega then does the Saturn. They tried a million things to just keep the Genesis alive, 32X, Sega CD. Or all that stuff, and then Dreamcast. Dreamcast was too little, too late. That's the adaptation of CD drives. It, it was insane. Like Sega was late though, party. I will say honestly, in a, in for my that was one of my first consoles, and as a fighting game head, that was perfect. It was perfect. You had Virtual Fighter, yeah, yeah, Mark of the Wolves. You had Marvel's Capcom, uh, Soul Calibur. Uh, I mean, Power Stone. I mean, you had some of the classics <laughs> that just like, I mean, I grew up on these things and I'm like, yo, where are these titles at now? I mean, you can't even, you can't even find anybody good at Marvel's Capcom anymore. I mean, what's crazy Evo. is now we've got, I was on a plane with somebody and he had the, um, what's, uh, what's the, what's the steam deck? He had the steam deck. You know the portable Steam. Machine. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I know it's all about. dream. I mean, this guy was yeah. just playing Dreamcast games, and yeah. and he and I pulled my I pulled out my Switch, and I'm playing a Switch mm. next to this guy who's playing Steam Deck, and we became friends on Instagram. And just nice, you know, of course, of course, we, like you, do. you know, when you sit next to a nerd on the on the plane and you have a conversation about video games for an hour and a half, like it's just going to happen. And and he kept professing the Steam Deck. Uh, okay, great. Like I'm all for the Steam Deck. I'd love to clear mm-hmm. out that Steam library that I purchased in the Steam sales, but never actually played. <laughs> and I get it, but he's only using it to play Dreamcast games. Like the dude was bass fishing for the entire flight. Wow. And I'm like, hey man, I I hear you. I get that you think it's a dominant piece of technology. It probably is. It's probably like way way more uh, impressive than a than a, a Switch, but. Yeah. You're using it to just play Dreamcast games. I know. Just, <laughs> so at that point, just get, a, just get an emulator, dog. Just get an emulator. That's it. I, I think wrong. a lot of the Steam stuff is emulator-based. But yeah. again, you guys, you, you Geekscapists know better than I do. Um, yeah. Jim Pagarnelli over there in New York says, Console Wars sounds like an awesome read. Jim, I'm telling you straight up, you would love it. Uh, if you want something on the PC gaming side in the 90s, check out Masters of Doom about id software and that whole john romero stuff like oh no it it's i i get i got you i got you uh jim <laughs> you were telling me jim jim and i went to school together he was dming me about how great oh. masters of doom is about when doom showed up and john romero and id software and all that stuff and funny enough john romero was one of the first proponents of oculus who you know it was bought by it was another blake harris book so it's crazy um all this stuff seems interconnected uh jim's also telling me the invincible season two trailer dropped in new york so i mean dude new york comic-con i've not been in a few years the one piece of news i heard is that somebody crapped the floor waiting for an autograph did you hear no, about that? no no why would you just tell somebody to hold your peace in mind it's like <laughs> yo dog i'll venmo you i just gotta go to the bathroom <laughs> Okay, so 
the the internet sleuths went to work on this thing because I saw this picture of fe- like real creamy feces. Who's, <laughs> Sorry, who's, who's who's internet? Who's who's autograph? Were they trying to get? I don't know. But in the autograph area, Geekscapist, New York Comic Con, the big news coming out of Saturday was somebody had, you know, not been able to hold it and had, and when, if you can't hold it, it's not coming out solid. Let's just be clear about all of that. It, it just that's just history. This is me. They just had it. they had some some chili burgers and some dogs, and it ain't, <laughs> it ain't working out. It ain't working out. Hey, hey listen, it, it, it's not really meat in New York. Okay, well, at it's that not point, meat. yeah, exactly. Meat. Let's be real. Let's be real. <laughs> you, they were like, "Hey, maybe I'll get this hot dog on the way to the convention center." It's like, okay, that hot dog was a rat about five minutes earlier. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and exactly. You just ate the damn thing. They found it so, and they were like, "Oh, this is alive. Let's get it." Okay. So I, I see this picture and it starts going mm-hmm. around my friend's group and I'm like, okay, hold on. This doesn't actually look human. It looked like nacho cheese. <laughs> like it looked like, like <laughs> Joe, this, this splatter looked fluorescent <laughs> orange. It looked orange. So you, what you're uh, telling me is they're a Ninja Turtle now. I, I'm going to look, uh, I'm, I'm going to Google real quick at New York Comic Con. Wow. Uh, okay, someone. Okay, I'm gonna. I'm gonna see here. Okay, nobody wants to share the picture. Uh, let me see. I'm gonna put images. Geeksavers, hang tight, real quick. You may not want to be watching this on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch. That's crazy. I can pull up this uh, picture. Uh, okay, the picture I think has mainly been scrubbed from the internet, but it definitely was was getting passed around. Uh, and it looks probably still on Reddit. It looked. It's probably, it's probably still. Uh, Reddit's got a picture of a janitor, like, like cleaning, cleaning up. It up. And yeah, and That's I, you know, and so the problem is if you search New York and poop, you find out like all these people getting assaulted on the subway from people <laughs> like fighting with feces and shit. <laughs> of but course, um, of course, like like uh, they do. It you know I showed it to a friend and they're is like, why does, it, why does it look like you got nachos at a Seven Eleven? Like why does it look like that? fluorescent wow, yellow orange cheese i'm also, not who thinking buys this things food. from 7-eleven i think who that buys this is- food like hot food oh. from 7-eleven oh, hot food no you're asking for a problem That's you're asking for a problem ridiculous that right? being like said, I, thought, I thought that was a myth like you just walk in and you see everything turning on the conveyor belt and you're like there's no way I'm going oh, to I've had a, it. It Joe, a I've joke. had a hot I've had a hot dog from from 7-Eleven. I've had chicken wings from 7-Eleven. That's where I draw the line. Wait, I think I've had a pizza slice from 7-Eleven. That's where I draw the pizza line. It, okay. When they start putting the seasonings on the thing, have you oh. seen the ones that are like crusty? That they have yes, like yeah. they it's have like a burning. crust on them. And I'm like, it's just how long has that been there? How long has there's that been there? no way your body is supposed to consume any of that. Like at all, right? But if you're only on Earth for eighty years and maybe have a chance of becoming a supervillain or superhero, you're not going to get it by not hanging out in scientific experiments. Like that's, that's close to right. I've, I've, right. uh, I've had the hot dogs. I've had the okay. cheese. Uh-huh. Oh, there's a siren. That means Matt just added a brand new podcast to the network. Uh, we did just add a <laughs> podcast to the network. We. We 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 have we added a show this week that I'm really happy about. When I think I'll have the, them on the show. Um, so anyway, uh, yeah, I've had. Yeah, no, I mean, Geekscape is. What have you eaten at a Seven Eleven? And is a Seven Eleven any better or worse than a New York bodega? Bodegas are better because they can just make you. Bodegas like are way better. Yeah, bodegas yes. are way better. 
less yeah. less corporate, maybe less preservatives. But that being said, I don't actually think this was a human that did this. I think this was a dog that was there with a medical service vest. Because this shit doesn't come out of humans, man. I don't know, man. I've seen this. You never know, before. though. You I never don't analyze know. a lot of human, but like at a park when you see like an accident from a dog or something like this looked you more said like it was fluorescent. Man, it was fluorescent. This is like radioactive. Yeah, we talking, I think it was like they live. Like, this. So is this person still alive? <laughs> they, did, they definitely didn't stay did, at the scene of the crime show. You did. You did say they scrubbed all the pictures, so they might have. They might have actually not be with us anymore. It could have been the the con that did it. That being said, it, I think, and I, and I never think this fast. Like when you're like, you know, you ever do this when like there's an accident or something happens, you're like, oh, this is what I would have done. You never would have done that thing. You, no. We just don't think fast enough. I would have put on the glasses from They Live. As soon as I saw this neon shit. I've never seen that somebody, before. I'm so sorry. Okay. But you get the concept of it though, right, Joe? We're like, Roddy Piper has these magic glasses. And when you put them on. Roddy Piper was in it. Hell yeah. And Keith David, the two legends. Oh, All right, bet. Joe, you got to see this movie because it's Keith okay. David. You're like the third is, person this week to tell me I need to see this movie. Oh, you'd love it. Joe, you'd okay. love this fucking movie. All right. And All right. if only for like the eight minute alley fight between keith david and roddy piper and the whole concept is like you know i love john carpenter in the 80s i think everybody loves john carpenter in the 80s and it opens up and they're and and they're just looking for work like roddy piper and keith david are trying to get work they're doing like construction or something it's reaganomics Mm. it just clearly did not trickle down (laughs) it didn't trickle down to their asses at all and it's in there and Roddy Piper, I forget how he finds these sunglasses, but when he puts them on, he starts seeing people without their skin on who have like these blue muscles, musculature, and you know they look like uh, like like a scientific anatomy dummy, right? They they mm-hmm. look like aliens, but mm-hmm. they're wearing regular clothes. Except when he put the glasses on, you can tell who among us are aliens. And he starts trying to convince people, and finally he puts the he like tells Keith David like just stop, and he he puts on the glasses on Keith David, and Keith David's like holy shit, there's like, aliens among us. The other thing he can see with these glasses is the billboard say stuff like obey, and like oh. I, and all the subliminal messages that they tell you through. I mean, this is such an eighties movie. It's so it, it. I don't mean eighties like the just the style, but the messaging of it of consumerism. Mm. This is a movie about mm-hmm. consumerism. Wow. And it's also the movie where he walks in and says, I'm here to kick ass and chew bubble gum. And I'm out of bubble. Uh, you got to see that's this what movie. that's from. That's what that's it's from. What I, from. Thought the origin- I thought that that quote was from Evil Dead. No. Because no, I still that, haven't uh, seen that you would- Happy Halloween, everybody. <laughs> Happy Halloween. <laughs> it's all good. Joe, um, we're not gatekeepers here at Geekscape. No, not at all. We're not at all. educators. Mm-hmm. And I will. And I'm telling you that if I saw like squirt of this coloring, I would like to think I would have the wherewithal to put on the glasses from they live and start hunting for aliens in the New York Comic Con floor because they clearly <laughs> are there. This shit did not come out of a human being. It's but, like Slimer status. Yeah. It's like green, yeah. like green Slimer. Like, but so this, this, this motherfucker wasn't human. <laughs> no. So we're going to assume... We're going to assume that this person wasn't real. And the reason why we can't find any pictures on it is because the government is trying to cover this shit up because they fucked an assassin at New York Comic Con that was trying to get an autograph. And then all of a sudden, this motherfucker turns into jelly. So, 
I'm, I'm going on big on conspiracy theorists right here. I'm not even a conspiracy theorist, but I'm just saying this, like what you just introduced was some old, some, some other shit. So now I'm thinking like some stranger things shit was happening and damn, damn. All right. Yeah. I'm about to go. I'm about to go real Texas on y'all and get some shotgun. <laughs> so the other thing that came out of and I'm getting all this stuff DM'd to me from people over at near Comic Con. Uh so my buddy is there and he and he tells me that his friend got a photo session with Susan Sarandon of okay. Blue Beetle fame. But I mean honestly, it's, Susan Sarandon is is super famous, but as far as geeks go, Rocky Horror Picture Show, right? And like movies like right, that. Right. Like, but most recently she was in Blue Beetle, of course. But he's like, yeah, my friend paid $150 for the Susan Sarandon photo session. Experience. He, he was not allowed to stand within six feet of her or talk to her and she would not look at him. So I'm sitting here looking at this photo uh, let me see if I can pull this one up. I'm gonna put this guy on blast. Let me. It's in my messages. Is it? Did they? Um, did they at least angle it so that it kind of looked like he was kind of next to her? Let me see if I can just pull this. Because that's up. cold. No, six feet. He's he's looking at her. She is six feet away. Oh, and this guy and she is staring at the camera. Well, oh, they put this, that shit in a wide shot. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna. I'm pulling this photo up. Okay, Damn. watch this. Watch this. It did my man um, dirty. Yeah, I'm sorry if I'm putting this guy on blast, but oh, don't. Um, this has to. Pay, he paid, he paid we for need this. to know. He we paid you, for need, this. You, need, you need to know. So if you're watching on YouTube, Facebook, or, or Twitch, what I'm about to show you is uh, this this guy. I don't know this dude, but uh, my friend DM, he's an animator and he does some amazing animations. Um, DM Galloway is incredibly talented. Damn, she said. We've got Susan Sarandon. And DM, DM is so awesome. And I asked him, I said, dude, did you actually see this like firsthand? You see it in the text, but you don't, you're not allowed. And guys, this is, this is coming through two degrees of separation here. You're not allowed to stand near or like, look at, you're not allowed to talk to her and she's not going to look at you. But this individual, I'm being told it was $150 to meet Susan Sarandon at New York Comic Con and you are not to talk. You you don't actually meet her. You, You stand in her aura. I think. And, and is, talk, aura, is her aura is yeah. only six feet out? I don't know, but I, I don't know. Aura. All I'm I know is like, going, if, I'm going, if I'm going Dragon Ball Z status, that's a weak ass aura. Do not give her a fucking high five. <laughs> do not look at her. I mean, this is like the Queen of England here. What's going on here? Like, I was like, are you kidding me? You're, I mean, DM, I'm really sorry to put you on blast and, I, and your friend, but like, and I was oh, like, DM, shit. your friend, like, this is not. Okay, and like again, keep in mind again, I've only had this confirmed from one or two places, but at that point, I'm starting to think, oh no, 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 no. Uh, if she's at LA Comic Con, we will we will find out because LA Comic Con is coming out. up early December. It is. It and is. That's our. I might be there. You should come. I mean, that is. I we'll put you on the Geekscape panel. What? You don't have a badge? I'm I'll not, get you a badge. I don't. I don't have a badge. So let's go. This is LA Comic Con is Geekscape. Is you know we talk about them all the time on the show because. Geekscape helped our friend Stan Lee and our good friend Regina Carpinelli start the freaking con. I don't think you know this about me, Joe, but I was Stan's moderator. Get the fuck out of here. Yes, sir. Me and 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 Stan, we share a birthday. That's about it. Well, he was incredible. And 
And I proposed mm. to my wife on the main stage of LA Comic Con in 2021. Oh. You were there. Giancarlo Esposito of the of Breaking Bad held the ring for me and yeah. was my main man. Okay. Yeah. It's a good it together, oh. though, right? Yeah, we just had our anniversary on Saturday. Uh, Jim Pagarnelli is here. He says, uh, Jim Pagarnelli says, I'll be the fourth person to chime in. See, they live. It's still relevant today. And the, the fight scene is epic. Yeah, no, we're going to watch okay. They Live. He he also says, Sarandon has also been a recurring cast member in Rick and Morty since season three. Oh, that's nice. That's cool. Oh, really? Uh, okay. And, I, just had um, a, I just had a homie that just, um, homie MC Griffin, uh, mm-hmm. that just uh, did art. Uh, designed for Rick and Morty. So shout out to the homie. He does all my shit for my tabletop show. Okay, we got to talk about this tabletop show. That That is a segue I've ever heard. Now listen, Geek Teams. <laughs> Our friend Joe has two tabletop shows. One is Magic the Gathering based. Okay, what are you seeing this emoji shit? I got balloons. There's balloons. Geek's is it your birthday? Okay, no, no. What happened is, and Geek tell me if you, I mean, you're seeing that. You just saw that if you're watching. I just saw that. On Facebook. <laughs> I updated I updated my operating system, which Joe has not. Joe has a laptop. He he's on a Commodore 64. It took us oh, a while yeah, to start the, is, the show up because yeah, Joe, is, Joe has a little like running. We, we're gonna start a GoFundMe for Joe's new laptop. Please that do. being said, honestly. We uh I updated my operating system here on the Mac, and in all of my video like conferencing, like whether it's Zoom or I discovered this on Zoom with my therapist. Like, if if I okay, watch this. If I put up one finger, I think. Let's see if it works. I think I get balloons. Or if I go, oh, if I go, thumbs up. Let's see, thumbs up. Yay! I just got. Uh, yeah, I I just Geekscape us. I got freaking fireworks. Okay, watch this. I'm gonna give you one thumb up. It'll be a balloon with a thumb up, a thumb down, balloon with a thumbs down. And I don't know how I got balloons, but I, we, Matt Kelly and I had a, this happened in Google meet. We were on Google meet with a brand new show to add, to add to the network. And I was like, bye guys. And I did jazz hands. And I think jazz hands did the balloons, but I'm in my, I'm in a meeting with my therapist and he's like, how are you doing? And I put a thumbs up and suddenly it's like, bloop, bloop, bloop. I'm in a fucking Pixar film. Right in balloon, like, like, how are you doing? Let me tell you in balloons. I don't know how to turn it off. My therapist is like, How are things going with that very intensely personal thing that you were talking to me about in like that really intense situation? And I was like, Here's some fucking balloons that seem to have come out of my they came out of my lap. Like, what is this? I was like, Oh no, and they just happened on Geekscape. Joe, I didn't mean for the conversation to turn into this shit. I want to talk about your tabletop show, but suddenly you can't not talk about the fucking balloons. Let's see what happens if I put a fake. I'm gonna do this. I have my fingers as a gun to my head. Let's see what happens. If we give you nothing, where where, where are you at, Apple? Apple, you don't have that. Skull and crossbones. If I show my peen on the camera, am I going to get an eggplant? I don't know what's probably, happening. It probably, called, it probably just called 911. <laughs> 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 oh, my God. Okay, so. Our good friend Jeez. Joseph H. Johnson Jr. Uh, oh, has man. a new show. Uh, he has a new show, but I want to talk a little bit. Okay, there's multiple shows. One of the oh. first shows that I want to talk about is 
this uh the this old one that it's not old but tabletop jocks on youtube geekscape go look up tabletop jocks on youtube that's matt that's all magic the gathering it's magic the gathering but also anything tabletop so we have DD, we have board games we have any ttrpgs that you can think of that is there so but your thing is magic the gathering you love magic the gathering i love anything like nerdy in general like i mean i guess I guess, like, give you a little bit of backstory. So, growing up, I grew up in Flint, Michigan, and yes, the water is still fucked up. So, that's that's the thing. Um, but I wasn't a like. It's not the okay. Look, when you black and nerdy, they don't really like our people. Like, it's cool to be nerdy now, but our people don't give a fuck about that. I, <laughs> we don't. But, give a fuck but if you way. Like, like they don't bully like you like I got bullied. Oh no, they bully you, but it's even harder. Oh, they it's bully worse. you harder. They kick your ass like oh, it's, it's harder. Yeah, 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 yeah. So like, like I mean, I'm not saying I got shot at because I was a nerd, but I got shot at. Um, but <laughs> well, I think just getting shot at is part of growing up black in Flint, Michigan. Isn't it? Up, yeah, exactly. That's that's the rite of passage, and then right. you come and you tell everybody else about it, and they're just like, "Oh shit!" And I'm like, "Wait, y'all didn't grow up like that too?" Oh, oh. This is different now. So, right. <laughs> so like, so like, you can't really be cool if you're a blurred. That's not really a thing. There's hey, like, Joe, are you a member of the Blurreds here in LA? I didn't know there was a thing. Well, in in my opening, I was just talking about my friend Derek Hughes, who had a part. He's a he's a show writer. He's written on TV shows. I think he's written on uh, some of the CW shows. He had a party uh, a week week and a half ago where I saw Yuri and also our friend Phil Lamar and uh, in Derek is black and Derek mm-hmm. is part of a group with people like him and um, and several of our black friends. And they are a group literally called the blurreds and they get together. I'm not invited, but they get to, I mean, they get together as black nerds and they go to, they, they go out to like dinner or drink or hang out and they do black nerd stuff. If you come to LA comic con, I will introduce you to some of the blurs. Our friend, I would our friend so Eugene that. Bird is a member of the Blurds, and uh, and yeah, I think I think I think the Blurds would love you. I think I would get along just fine. I think we would have a lot to talk about. It's other comedic I, actors yeah. and other writers like you. Yeah, that would that would be splendid. So yeah, okay, well, that's going to happen. We're going to put that on the docket. Okay, but continue. You were a blurred. Yeah, growing we're up in Flint, Michigan. Growing up in Flint, went to college. Kind of like had that shit like tucked away, went mm. to grad school and was like, fuck it. I'm just going to let the nerd flag fly. Well, you're in California by that point and you're performing arts. Point, so yeah. like yeah. you're double, triple nerd at that point. Yeah. At that point, I'm like, damn, I lost all most of my street cred, even though I got like the only thing I got going is that I got shot at. They're just like, look, bro, like you, you got nothing going on. Like you change addiction. You got like elevated speech. You do Shakespeare and you fucking like comic books. Get your ass out of here. So <laughs> and when you got shot at, talk, talk to me about the how old were you when you got shot at? Well, not that there weren't. It was a single time. but like, Was uh, no, it like got, a I, yeah. the first time I got shot at was I was 11 years old mm-hmm. um, and it wasn't my fault. Uh, I was sitting on a porch. You're going to take the blame for the people, other parts. Right. So, OK, so here I'm about to I'm about to I might like. I don't know who was listening to this shit, but all right. So, so we're sitting on the porch and there's a car that rolls by and 
that's one of those things where like when the car starts slowing down mm-hmm. and then it stops and then it backs up a little bit, you're like, oh, oh, I know what's about to happen. If you don't in front, if you ain't from the hood, that means you about to get shot at or somebody's looking at you to maybe try to shoot you. Um, so we, you know, somebody, come, you know, the, the classic gun to the side. Window comes down. Um, yeah. Window comes down. Some some shots. I run my ass behind a tree. Everybody else runs their ass inside. And I kind of peek behind the tree, look a little bit over, and they're like, oh, shit, that ain't him. And they keep it going. Mm-hmm. And so I potentially saved us because they realized I was the wrong person that they were shooting at. Yeah, it, it was a different eleven year old. Yeah, it was a different eleven year old. And so when we when we when that happened, we went and told the older kids in in the neighborhood, and they were like, "Oh, what did the car look like? Oh, it looked like this. Oh, I know exactly who that is." And the next day, they were dead. The the people who <laughs> rolled by, or the people that they were looking for. The people who rolled by. Yeah, they were they like, were "Oh, we know, we know who, we know who came by the house. We're, we're gonna, don't go. worry, they won't trouble you again, young Joseph. They won't trouble you again, and they yeah. were gone. <laughs> <laughs> you told the right people, I guess. You told the I right, wrong so. people. Right, right. But that's just street justice for you. So that was the first time. The second time I got shot at was when I was sixteen, <laughs> and I was, look, I, you know. You know when you're talking to that girl that you shouldn't be talking to because you know she belonged to somebody else? That's no. what happened. Girls yeah. didn't talk to me, and I think it saved me from a lot of pain. Okay. Well, <laughs> you just keep that up. <laughs> and you're about to get married, right? Like, you're engaged. You're about, you, am, you haven't gotten married engaged. yet. I am engaged. I yeah. haven't gotten married oh, yet. It's the, yeah. it's the best. It is the fucking so, best. I can't wait. I can't wait. We just we just broke right now, so we, we can't. We can't do what we want to do, but we. Oh my god! Like, I would have. I, I gave Heidi. I made Heidi her anniversary gift. I made her a, a children's book that I wrote in 2019 when I wanted to ask her to marry me, but fucking pandemic, yeah. and we weren't able to get married until last year. And I finally gave her the children's book that I commissioned the artwork for in 2019, Aww. and it's like finally I got to give that to her on her one year anniversary, but have a nerd wedding like we had a a, a never-ending storybook well, for she's, our she's not really a nerd she just Make she just her. appreciates she appreciates all the nerd stuff that i do and she oh, yeah. also and she also like collaborates with me so like she she loves may the fourth because i love may the fourth and we'll go to scum and villainy we'll hang out we'll show up at six o'clock in the morning we'll watch star wars all day she'll dress up okay. like ray i'll dress up, up like she puts up with you she, she humors yeah. you yeah, yeah, yeah. You're exactly. you're you're abusive. <laughs> We're talking about so back to baby. Look at me in the eye, that. baby. Is this what you want? Yeah, is this I what guess. you want? Is this really you what sure? you want? I mean, I guess. Yeah. Look, look. We we have a common a common denominator in 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 fear and and we love <laughs> scary movies and we love like shit like that. So like that. You gotta watch Evil Dead and they live with her. You know, you know, she hasn't seen any of this shit either. So, yes. It's perfect. Yeah, exactly. Okay. You're 16 years old. So 16 years old. I'm in a car with an older woman. And her, you shouldn't have been in the car with. I shouldn't have been in the car with. Her gentleman rolls up. Statutory rape thought, or what? I thought, well, come on. We ain't got to go He's there old. yet. I mean, uh, listen, you're 16. Yeah, you didn't look, quite 16, know what you were doing. 
I didn't know what I was doing. I was having a good time. I told, I told my friends. Joseph, you were a victim. You, we, that's a different podcast, okay? That's for my therapist. <laughs> <laughs> and then suddenly the fucking balloons pop out of your crotch. Like, hey, dude, I'm like, did it? Okay, sorry. I'm like, so, oh, well, I'm so, scared to use my hands right now because I'm worried some shit. I know, because something, something's going to pop out. Yeah. Uh, like a dinosaur or some shit. Okay. Uh, Regardless so, of, of laws, you're in the backseat with this older woman. This older woman. She's in the car. Her Your gentleman rolls teacher? up, which I think, no, not. You just prying. You prying. You do what my my my, my therapist does. You pry. I'm a journalist. <laughs> right at the moment on a podcast, I'm a journalist. <laughs> so so I think her. She's like, oh, that's my older brother. And I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah cool. My naive ass. So we oh, go yeah. in the house, and he okay. goes in, and he gets his gun. You're still in the car, and he's and like, he, but you see him go in the house. I see him go in the house and get his gun. Or he goes in the house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he right. comes back out and he shoots in the air one time. And I'm like, oh. Get you running. I And then all of a sudden, the, the gears start to tick. And I'm like, that ain't her brother. <laughs> and I get out of the car and I just run as fast as I can down the street. <laughs> Were you clothed? I'm zigzagging. Yeah, yeah, I'm clothed. Okay. We were just having, we, nothing went down that was too scandalous. But I was zigzagging down the street. Yeah, I knew exactly what hood I was in. And I ran all the way to fuck home. I ran all the way home. It took oh. me took me about an hour and a half. And I ran like I was getting chased by three rabid dogs. <laughs> <laughs> they gotta do a remake of the they gotta do a version of the Warriors where a guy's just hooking up with somebody's girlfriend or wife in the wrong neighborhood and he's gotta get home. And he just, it's like, you know, the warriors where they have to get like across New York city where there's like rival gangs coming after him. And it's just a guy who is a bit of a, you know, they, that should be the basis for the Pepe Le Pew film. If Warner brothers ever does a do Pepe that. Le Pew film that they should, I was thinking, of, I mean, uh, I, I honestly, like I heard a rumor years ago around the time that they were doing LeBron space jam, that Pepe Le Pew got removed from the movie because he was problematic now like right this is somebody who basically is not taking no for an answer like pepe Pew does not know the words for no i mean it's not That's it's true. not because he's french it's because he's a creep and yeah, yeah. and so the the i had heard that pepe Le Pew had been slowly like moved out of the forefront like of the looney tunes character as a character that didn't age well that being said and Matt Kelly, back me up when you listen to this, is a genius idea that just came to me. I think they should do a Warriors version of Pepe Le Pew where he just has to get back across Toonville or whatever the hell they live with all of the significant others of every woman that Pepe Le Pew had like tried to get with or had gotten with. And so you got like Wiley Coyote coming out with like Acme shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? And like... Elmer Fudd, this guy's he's got a blunderbuss chasing him, you know. And Foghorn <laughs> Leghorn's like, "I do declare, I saw you in the hen house," and he's coming after him. You know, I think this is a legit. I think we got to I got to call up Eric Bowser or something and try and pitch. get this. this. is a good pitch. This is the pitch. Li- yeah, this is a pitch right here. This, this is a pitch, pitch right here. We're not supposed to be meeting. doing this. You know what? The writer oh, strike got lifted. I'm allowed to do this. The writer strike did lifted. Writer strike's over. Oh, I'm gonna. I, I can pitch it, but you as an actor, it. you cannot. Mm-hmm. I cannot solicit you as a role. But but I think you'd be interested. I mean, Once the strike over, ends, you can consider me for a thing. Yes, but I when think it comes out. 
I think the yeah. Pepe Le Pew film as a meditation. Not on... that one though. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Where I gotta be. Gonna... I gotta be like. I don't know. Like, just don't have me be like, like Daffy or anything like that. Just like I feel like that's. We'll we'll, we'll discuss once the t- when the time's right. I went down yeah. there. Yeah. I uh, on Friday I did some morning writing and I did and then nice. by noon I was like or not noon but around eleven I was like let me go see what's going on in the strike and I go down to. Mm-hmm. Warner Brothers, where I've met a ton of... Every time I go to a strike, I see friends of mine. I've been out here 20 years, and um, and my friend Charlie Bowden was there. And Charlie's one of the... He's on the, like, one of the little... Not little. He's one of the SAG leaders over there. And I guess people were like, hey, man, your speech at Netflix was great yesterday. I only know Charlie because he he's married to Paula Rhodes, who's been on Geekscape because she does voices in the Resident Evil games, and she does mocap and stuff, and she's been on Geekscape a few times. But Charlie was at my nice. wedding. Paula was at the wedding, and I just I, I've been just been going to support the actors whenever I've got mm-hmm. a free couple hours. I'm like, let me go grab a picket sign and go do this because I got to get back to work too. I got to get movies up and uh, yeah. I need actors for it, you know. And um, and it's, I've always see friends down there. It's great. Um, okay, so so table. To, let's see. The first one is tabletop jocks. It's a YouTube channel. Tabletop YouTube, jocks. Just subscribe yep. to that. I yep. love that one. You guys had freaking Post Malone on that one. Yes, I. Became, you know, you want to? No. Do you want to hear the story? How? Yeah, you played Posty. Magic the Gathering with you guys. This is crazy. So I met Posty April twenty twenty one. Oh, you guys were there now, Posty. You call him Posty. I call him Austin. Okay, so here's here's the thing. Here's here's how it all happened. So, so I walk into the the store that I'm at. It's like a little nerd store or whatever, and I see him there with his bodyguards. I'm like, oh shit, he actually does play Magic. That's kind of cool. And so he starts looking back and I'm thinking he's waiting for somebody else to like walk in, like, you know, one of his other celebrity friends or whatever. And he looks back and he kind of looks like in my direction. And I'm like, all right, whatever. I kind of look around, I'm looking around. And he goes, oh shit, Big Joe, what up? And I go, what? What? Like my whole life is just, what the fuck is going on? He's a megastar. And I go up to him and I'm like, yo, what's good? What's good? He's like, bro, I'm a big fan. I'm like, I'm a big fan. He's like, bro, look, here's my number. Write it down. I'm Austin. And from then on out, I'm like, what the fuck? And so he starts texting people in our in our like circle. Yo, I just met Joe Johnson, da, 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 this and this and this. And they texted me like, did you just run in up Post Malone? And he's now texting us saying he met you. Like, what the fuck is this? What the fuck is your life right now? <laughs> Yo, that's Joe, that's crazy. It's, it's beautiful. Insane. It is that's insane. Incredible. But you and see those videos been... of him like making time for fans. You see those videos yeah, of him like really being a legitimate person with his with best. his audience. And yeah. that counts for a lot. And yeah. here's this story where he knew you from your comedy world. No, he knew me from a show that I had done, um, uh, uh, Command Zone. Command Zone did a thing called Game Nights, and I was on their show, and he saw me on that. Oh, my God. And he was just playing Magic. He just consumes nerd stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And so we we, we ended up hanging out that whole weekend. I, I flew to his place in Utah. We hung out there. Uh, we did. We shot a commercial together. 
he came here, he shot on tabletop jocks. Like that, that's how I went to like multiple concerts of his. I just just came back from San Diego like about a month and a half ago and went to a concert there. I and literally had to Utah. work the next day. Yeah, he's well, he's from he's from Texas. Okay. And then he moved LA and then he moved to Utah because of reasons. Is um, he really just, a Utah Jazz fan? No, he is a Cowboys fan through and through. Okay. Because I see yeah. him when he performed like in Salt Lake and he's wearing a jazz jersey. And I was like, okay, cool. He's a jazz fan. Which is I, like, you know, basketball, so basketball, cool. I don't know. Okay. I've seen him wear multiple jerseys, but I know, I know he's a Cowboys fan, die hard. Um, so that's how that went. It's incredible. But yeah. So there, there's been, there's been a lot of like, like people that I've run into since starting this kind of like weird journey of like, content creating on the side because i consider this to me this is a fun little side hustle this is like oh yeah i'll create some like you know magic content some but you're D&D a comedian content. but what do you what do you think yeah. is the hustle hustle the hustle hustle is comedian actor the hustle hustle is yeah. is acting yeah, comedy yeah, yeah. that's the hustle hustle um and that for me is like the thing that i put above everything else uh the magic stuff is on the side so i'm like yeah yeah, yeah sure I'll, I'll do that on the side but I've, you know, I've met so many cool ass people in this space or just in the sphere of like nerd them and be, yo, you're like, and like DMing, like, yo, hit, yo, hit me up. Yeah. Let's, let's link up like football players, hockey players, soccer players, baseball players, like all these like famous people, like people on SNL, like what, what do you know this guy, this Ronnie, insane. Ronnie Ching, the comedian, yeah. Ronnie Ching, like, yeah, I'm yeah. sitting here completely not even like I'm on a I'm on another gig recording something, mm-hmm. and Ronnie's just finally just puts two and two together. You're you're Jonathan London, and I was like, yes. And he's like, <laughs> I listened to your pod. He when I guess when he went to the Vancouver Film School for whenever he went to the Vancouver Film School, yeah. long before he was a correspondent on Daily Show and in Shang Chi and all that stuff. He listened to the podcast and was all That's religious, insane. all about it. And I'm just like, are you, wait, what? That's, That's so dope. He changed a couple emails, but like, my God, like, That's so I dope. just saw him in that, that road trippy Asian movie that had Baron Davis in it. Like, I thought that movie was hilarious. Oh, uh, the shit. It just came out. It was, I, the working title for that script was Joy Fuck Club. <laughs> Though they didn't release it as that, let me—I'm pulling this up on IMDb. But like the 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 movie, the movie I'm talking about is—it uh, came out over the summer. Geeks gave us, and you should have seen it. He's in—he's in Crazy Rich Asians. Joyride, guys. Joyride okay. is cool, fucking cool. hilarious. But the working title of it when it was going around Hollywood was Joy Fuck Club. <laughs> but it was it spelled with a ph. I don't know, but the script, okay. they, they weren't going to release that in theaters, but I love Joey Wright. That's true. Joey Wright's hilarious. That's, a, that's okay. amazing. So Tabletop Jocks is that show. Yep. What's the one that you're doing that premieres this week with our friend Xander Genre? And, and thank yes. God, Xander, that you made that preview <laughs> TikTok or, you know, you guys may have a bunch of like YouTubes and stuff like that to preview on like, your Instagram. And Xander's been on this show as part of the Library Bards, but like, I was just going to call him Generate or so, Degenerate or something. Like, I don't know. I, but, but like, it's, it's Xander's like, I'm Xander Degenerate. And I was like, 
Zan- like, oh. I, you know, you meet people and you're like, hey, Joe, like, hey, Joe, like, you know, how often do you say people's last names? Not often, unless then, unless they have like the unless they introduce themselves as their whole name. That's what I feel like you call them by their whole name because they introduce themselves by their whole name. You're only going to introduce it. But that was years ago. I met Xander through Heidi years ago. Through yeah, but he's not. He, thing. He, somebody like that is not going to introduce their whole name. Of course. That's I think not, the first time happen. I heard his damn full name was today when I was, was like, he, what is the name of the show that is premiering this week with Joseph Johnson and our friend Xander Generate? Oh, I should probably look up his name. And then I look up Xander. It's called, table. by the way, Geekscape, it's called Tabletop News. And if you look for it on like Instagram and YouTube and stuff, you have to look for Watch Tabletop. If you watch Tabletop, it's a whole network, or like news network. Of correspondence and stuff talking top talking tabletop. That being said, genre. Xander genre. Like I I think that's nice. And so you and Xander, think, a couple other people I are think doing Xander, this tabletop deal. I did my first my first TT my first live action <laughs> TTRPG okay. with Xander. I know TT. Um okay. yeah, <laughs> I think Xander Xander was it was me, Xander, Becca, Scott. Mm-hmm. Uh, who else is there? Yeah, um, Ivan Norman. Yeah, Trisha Trisha Hershberger is in there. You're naming all the Geekscape um, hits on this one. You're checking all the Geekscape boxes. I'm, I'm checking all the boxes. I'm checking all the boxes. Yeah, because Ivan and Rebecca oh, had that and, show and over then, at Geek uh, and Sundry that we were all guests at. Like we were yeah, guests on that Geek and Sundry show with Rebecca and Ivan and stuff. Yeah, and then uh, Alexander Ward. Mm-hmm. So those are all the homies that were on <laughs> the first. They bought, you've heard Dang them all it. on Geekscape, Geekscape. <laughs> Joe, you're late so to the like, party. It's like, that. I know I'm very, I'm very, very late to the party. You're late to the Geekscape just, party, at least, yeah. That, is, that has been my, that has been my, like, legacy. Like, I've always been, like, late to the party as far as, like, nerd shit goes because I never thought I could be cool enough to let that flag fly until I hit grad school. And I was like, fuck it, I'm just going to try something yeah. and let yeah. it, and let it out. And then during the pandemic... Um, I was like, let me see if this works. And you know, no I did the, like I said, it wasn't that recent. You were doing this before the pandemic. No, and if you were on the tabletop mm-hmm. shows with with Ivan and Becca, that was over at Game No, Century, that, right? this is all recent. This is all recent. Oh, that's crazy. This is all in like the last like couple of years. That's yeah. why you've just come on the the, the Geekscape radar because those. I mean, Alex and and those folks were have been on panels. Geekscape is you heard them, them like on, an hour ago, or not an hour. I just met them like a year ago. You've heard them on panels here on the feed, Geekscape. Oh, yeah. You've you've heard every single one of those voices. Joseph is the final Infinity Stone we've just added to the gauntlet. <laughs> you're literally, I mean, you're naming names that have been on Geekscape for years, and then it's like oh, you just showed man. up. You just came out of the Spider-Verse. So I was like, no, you're not supposed to exist in this universe. Welcome to the Geekscape, Joe. Miles Morales whipped my way up in there, but I just feel like sooner or later, like I guess sooner or later, you were going to join Geekscape. I guess here you are. That's incredible. Matt Kelly's going to give you a show in about two hours. <laughs> we're going to have another siren go past the window. And Matt's going to be like, "Hey, you want to do a tabletop show?" Balloon. Yeah, more balloons going to pop up. Uh, that's fantastic. And this thing, this, and I think the handle on a lot of socials is Watch Tabletop. This tabletop mm-hmm. news thing. Um, is it like a daily show or a weekend update type thing? But with, with, is it funny? Is it because you're funny and I imagine you can't yeah. not be funny. Yeah, no, it's definitely there. There's a lot of improv. Like we, we did all the, um, uh, I guess like pre-roll kind of like 
hey, you know, promotional stuff for it. Uh, it was like a day of shooting. Uh, they shot an episode already. We're shooting an, another episode this Wednesday. And so I'm not like one of them. I'm not like the, the main host. Sure. But I'm one of the hosts on there. Um, and yeah, it's that's exactly what they wanted. Like, I, I remember doing the audition and they were just like, just do you. And, you know, I, I'm not used to the teleprompter life. Really? I used to like learning my lines and coming in and doing the thing. And if, and then I asked like, Hey, do you want me to improv? Can I improv? Cause you never know. You don't want to offend the writer. You don't want to offend anyone who's, yes. you know, behind the scenes uh, yeah, doing the show. Funny. So you always ask. Yeah, exactly. So, I actually remember. Okay, this is a segue. Don't I offend I them, talk but, about this. but I think the thing is, like, whenever I'm doing teleprompter, yeah. Um, yeah. and it's tough. There's two different types of teleprompter. Some people just set up the whole gimmick with the iPad and the phone pointed mm-hmm. at the iPad, that kind of thing. That doesn't work. Right. But like, make sure if the font is right and the speed is right, like, there's plenty of space to put in yeah. a little ad lib. Or put a, I mean, mm-hmm. it's 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 preferable to you be using it. For me, I can't memorize crap. Heidi, <laughs> my wife Heidi has a play starting this weekend, and it runs for a week. Oh, nice. and, and she had me running lines with her, and I was just like, mm. "How the? I mean, it is a full play. She's one of five actors in this play. The, wow. she, there's a ton of lines. Ron, who writes it, is such a he's a wonderful writer, but it's very dialogue heavy. Mm. And I'm sitting here like, yeah, how the hell are you remembering all this crap? She's a she's a brilliant at it. I need a teleprompter. A hundred percent. I need a <laughs> teleprompter. So crazy. I, I get thrown off by it. Really? I get thrown off by it. I, I don't know what to. Read. You have to see through it. You have to get familiar enough with the script that you kind of yeah. you aren't reading. Like if you look like a fucking typewriter, you like people can see it. Yeah, no, like you have to. You, you kind of have to know what you're going to say beforehand, and then yeah. kind of glance at it, Glancing. and and like kind of get yourself back on track, and then kind of just go with with the flow, and then like it almost has to live partners. in some version of your peripheral vision. Like it almost has to live yeah. somewhere. In, yeah. It's like I see it over there. Like I do a lot. I mean, they always have it in like commercial auditions. They always have it in the background. They always have mm-hmm. like the you know the sides right there. So you never really have to learn the sides. So I think that's what made me feel more comfortable about it because I got used to not being handed the sides. And for the last like three years, I guess, and since like 2019, uh, all the commercial auditions I've been on have been like, "Hey, cool, show up," and they like give me my wardrobe, like, and then you just have to like go in there and just have fun. And that's, that, that's like my main goal is like, if I can give anybody any acting advice or anybody trying to break into this industry, like if you're not having fun doing this shit, stop, just do something else because it is a nightmare. If you're trying to <laughs> break into the fold and, and not having a good time, not having a, a, a fucking blast with yourself. Like even if you fuck up, who cares? No one's gonna know but you. Fuck it, yeah. just have fun. Um, it's it's just it's so much fun to play, and I think that's why that's my that's my main like goal is to like just show people, show the world, like, hey, this is how you play. This is how you have fun. This is how you're unapologetically yourself. I, you know, I, like I said, I grew up in Flint, Michigan. Obviously, you know, transcended past that, educated all this shit, but I'm still I still have that inside me i'm still that person so you know that's i guess what makes me whole and you just you can't run from it you just you are who you are you know what i mean if you do you're setting yourself up for a lot of anguish 
Yeah, or just a lot of therapy, Fuck which therapy. we all need. We all Healthy. need. There's no shame in it. We all fucking need therapy. Everybody needs therapy. The balloons you make take it better. It even if you're happy. Balloons make oh, it absolutely. 10 times better. The thumb up, thumbs up emoji. Will it happen? I remember visiting my mom uh, shortly uh, about a year about a year ago. I go to Santa Fe. Uh, you know, mm. I'd just seen her at the wedding, and a year ago afterwards, uh, one of the Geekscape produced films played a the Santa Fe Film Festival. I found myself back in Santa mm. Fe. We're we're walking the dogs every morning. My mom's getting up in age. She has these two dogs, and I'm helping her walk the dogs in the morning there in, in Santa Fe. And we're talking about my stepdad, and you know, he's a little grumpier than I am, even. And uh, and <laughs> you're not grumpy. And, I'm not that grumpy. I, I get to know me. I get a little grumpy, but um, but she says uh, I, I'm 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 sardonic. I'm not. Sometimes I get mean, but uh, okay. and, and I think that it's What's fun. It's not, it, it's not fun. Like I, like What's like I was sign? like a Sagittarius. That's astro- astrological sign. Sagittarius. Yeah, Sagittarius. You're not grumpy. Oh, no Heidi. So just grumpy. now, I said I said I said I think my guest Joe might cancel because he's having technical problems getting into the room. And, uh-huh. and, in, and if we have to cancel, like, you know, maybe we do this tomorrow. And she's like, do you want to come out to yeah. dinner? Cause she's at dinner. She's like, do you want to join and get dinner? I was like, no, nah, I'll just be grumpy. Cause I'm always no. grumpy. Not grumpy. No. I mean, no, like I'm just always, that's my, I'm like the incredible Hulk. Like, like my secret is I'm always grumpy and Geekscape makes me happy. I'm always grumpy. Geekscape makes me happy. And like, if I, in, in running and, and so and like, those are the things yeah. like if, if I don't run or I don't do Geekscape, to uh-huh. release the pressure, I'm absolutely that's miserable. Fair. And like, ask Matt that's Kelly. Fair. Ask the people I deal with the most. Like, yeah, it's like, ooh, he's even that's so crazy because I literally have met you twice, no, twice. three times now, yeah. yeah, and you have been so happy. Yeah, well, I think I think if you can make that, I think yeah, I think you know, I, I I'm a, a bit of a thespian myself. Okay. Well, it's like the Green Goblin standing on the. the, 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 the I am, I'm Norman Osborn standing on on the the, the the steps over there at Columbia University. Like I'm a bit of a thespian myself. I'm a bit of a thespian myself. Yeah. Um, no, I've just done in front of the. I've done in front of the camera before I got old. I was. I did a lot of hosting. Okay. That's crazy. I don't believe you. I think you're. If they a need a sardonic beacon of light. Jerk. If they need a sardonic jerk. Who, Grew up playing D and D. Just who would just you like, who would you relate yourself to in a in a D and D game? Like what what would you? I always I always play a rogue. Your, I, really? I usually play a rogue halfling. Yeah, because his rogue sneak attacks. Halfling. Sneak attacks. I okay. like I like I was, using some shadows, and I like having a little bit of magic to do things like mage hand with okay. things like yep. uh, potential traps in opening yeah. doors and doing things like open. Yeah, Stealing a little shit. bit of rogue. Stealing Fair. stuff, but not but not like a not a dick, not a jerk. Just somebody who's no, like, I wouldn't. Let I me wouldn't, step back. I peg you as chaotic. Let me get like. Let me let the. Uh, let me let the the bigger characters. You know, suck are you the, lawful? The yeah. Nah, uh, you're lawful. Are you yeah, lawful I'm, good or lawful well, neutral? Lawful neutral. Lawful. Neutral. Okay, that makes more sense. Why you? Because you're still playing a rogue. <laughs> you're still playing a rogue, right? Like you're still playing right, a thief. Right. You're still you can't. Rogue. You can't be. You can't be lawful good and and play a rogue. Yeah. Well, yeah. I guess you can. Who do you, you have to play? have? Like, oh, who do you think I play? You play a mage. Fuck yeah, I do. <laughs> yeah, Joe, I got you. I got you. You're Magneto. You uh, like touching. You like moving shit without touching it. That's fine. You're like wave my uh, hands. I play. I play a high elf mage on or wizard on most of my campaigns. 
I've just started to dabble into like melee characters. I'm having a blast though. Like, really? I built a um, like a tank. You like playing like those HP yeah. suckers? Yes, I like hiding in the fucking party. Characters. I I made this like little fucking kid. Okay, so like I don't know if you've ever seen um, Boondocks. Yes, I met I met I, uh, this guy Gary who acts in the Boondocks. I met him at yeah. the blurred freaking party. I met him at Derek's party. Yeah. So I, I based my character on on uh, Riley from the Boondocks, mm-hmm. and he was a a um, a human barbarian. And I would just have someone fling me into the crowd, and I would just start fucking raging. <laughs> do you yell? Do you, I mean that is? I mean that right there is that's a fastball special. Oh yeah. Why would? Oh, yeah. it, I mean, wait. But if you're hilarious. a barbarian, you're a small bar. I mean, who? What the hell is throwing a barbarian? It makes sense. Like, I like know. I can I mean, understand. I, was, I can understand my thief. I was like my, my seventy halfling, pounds. My halfling getting thrown. I totally understand getting thrown. I, mean, I was like seventy pounds. Dwarf. I was like a little fucking kid. Oh, you're playing as yeah, a little yeah, kid yeah. barbarian. You're playing like you're playing yeah. like that little kid in fucking Thunderdome. You remember that little that little kid in Thunderdome? <laughs> yeah, or or Mad, Mad Max, Max Two? Remember that little kid seen, in Mad Max Two? I've only seen the. The most recent one. Yeah, yeah. With, well, uh, in, the, in the Mel Gibson Mad Max movies, in the second Damn, one, I gotta was, catch was, up. Uh, I'm sure the comments are going to roast me. They were like, get the no, fuck, no, no, get no. your ass. Uh, <laughs> Geekscape's been here for 18 years, and we have pretty much uh, the person who does the roasting is usually me. And, and, and so we've built a community where we don't do that shit. And That's okay. I, I don't want those comments. I, I, at least need to I, be, I at least need to be told. Hey, go watch. Here's a laundry yes. list of stuff. You are going go to get a laundry list, but you will not be yeah. told that you're any lesser of a nerd for not having already been That's on great. that list. That's that is, I love that. We don't do that shit here. I'm I and, and Matt and I are pretty staunch about it. Like we don't like that shit. And we've had Good. people come in and I my secret is just like hug those people a lot. They usually leave. Us- they usually don't well, yeah. want to be here if you're super fucking nice to them. And I feel like I feel like that's a lot of nerd culture. I feel like a lot of nerd culture has like they're kind of miserable, and so like they want to in, invoke that on you. So good on y'all for like hugging them out because like it's 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 like disturbing sometimes. Like I've had a help you. I just, I've had just a, let me help you. Let me you know. Let me. What do you need? Yeah. Like what do you need? What do you need? It's like, like no, like, I'm short circuiting. Well, how am I thinking that you are my father? <laughs> I've never had a father, and suddenly you're here. I don't know how to deal with this. I'm like, oh, there it is. There it is. <laughs> I do the same thing in my so in my run clubs. Whenever I help with my run clubs, whenever somebody shows up and they're super fucking aggro and they're like, I'm gonna, you know, and they want to race people or they want to go all fucking cross, aggro cross. in run clubs. They want to go fast and they want to go aggro and they want to go meathead and they want to go like like crossfitty. What's the point? And I'm like, what's the point of being in dude, a club? So full of people. I just hug them. I'm like, give me what's a hug. The, well, I just, I just want to know what's the point of joining a club if you just want to beat everyone. Then just, just go whatever. compete. Just go join. I'm like, I'm sorry, but none of us are going to end up with medals for this thing. You know, it's like, <laughs> I think, I think, <laughs> what is it they say about? I mean, Martin Luther King says about like the best way to get rid of darkness is light, but I think that applies to people who do who are like that who it's like if you're just mm. intensely kind to them 
mm. they will show the themselves. It makes them fucking uncomfortable. Yeah. They short circuit. Well, yeah. Well, yeah, because you can't. They they can't like they're they're looking for someone to be and as antagonistic as they are. The and then when you're like, bias. hey, yeah, and so you're yeah, like, the world hey, is mean. The world is you? fucked. The yeah. world is against me because yeah. Jonathan is. It's yeah. Like, what? Yeah. Huh? I gave you a home. I mean, like, I, I guess I, I guess I feel what you're saying, and like, it's it's hard for me sometimes because from my back, having my background and having people like make comments and make shit like that, like it makes me go, "You wouldn't say that shit to my face, so shut the fuck up." Have you gotten that, Joe? And I, and, and guys, oh, again, if you're in LA, so Joe much. has a show uh, this Friday. Joe has a show this Friday at the twentieth. If you're not at the, coming at the comedy store, at the comedy store, if you're not coming, I will to make fun of you. If you're not coming, to I don't, coming to I don't do. I don't do. I don't do crowd work. So not yet, right. at least. Okay, I just, so I stick to I stick to my story. I only have six minutes. <laughs> <laughs> so you only have six minutes now, or you only have six minutes? Your, I was, no, I only have six minutes have in six, my set. No, so I don't. I've, I, I don't. You do at least ten. You liar. I did ten. No, I only have six minutes this Friday. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I, yeah, I can't. I can't. I can't fucking do crowd work. That's all no, I'm saying. The comedy like, store, like you said, the comedy store, right? Yeah. And this, this isn't like a Vargas Mason room or something, is it? This is a Vargas Mason. Okay. I saw him at a party the other day. A D's nuts. Yeah, yeah it's a Vargas. D's nuts production. Vargas is the guy who <laughs> has, does he like mail you those tickets and wants you to sell them? No, that's not <laughs> a thing. Okay. It was like um, that's just back in Vargas. Apologies if you're watching. That was like 2008, 2009, something like that. Oh shit! I was just like, okay. I was like, how did I was like, how did Vargas like get my address? Like, how did this shit just show up in my fucking mailbox? And you look up and like Vargas is running away. You look up and like he's like tripping over a fucking hedge, running away. I'm like Vargas Mason, get your ass back here. He's like, you better sell up tickets. Sell up tickets. Sell up tickets. <laughs> I'm a I, have not, I had not thought or seen. No offense, Vargas. Again, like I have not seen Vargas Mason from because <laughs> he does the the bringer shows and there's a stigma about him. But yeah, but but Vargas is always a nice enough guy to me. But like I have not seen that guy in. He, he's been the nicest years. person. Like I look yeah. up and I saw him at this red carpet event in June, July, and I was like, Yeah, what the fuck? I had to like look on my friends list. <laughs> from facebook that's how old i am like i had to look on facebook and be like oh yeah that's Vargas Mason. <laughs> i held the phone up to him i was like so just like oh that's like, confirmed Vargas Mason. confirmed sorry Shit. you're back on the no, D's that's now, the Vargas mason this friday the 20th which is which is insane I, I i really like i started my i started doing stand-up in january of this year um january 2nd is when i did my first open mic ever uh, did it at the Hollywood Comedy over on Melrose. Melrose on like Coanga, mm-hmm. and uh, I remember my homie. Well, I remember my fiance wanting to because she got she got let go from her job in December of last year. She's and an she actress. was like, you know what? No, she no was in tech. Oh wow! And she had always like I felt like she had always wanted to like do the thing, and I was like, well. She was like, yeah, why don't we just do stand-up? And I'm like, fuck it, let's do stand-up. Let's hit the ground running. And so she, uh, you know, looked up a bunch of, like, open mics in the area. We started doing open mics. And I ran into a friend, uh, Shondalia, at an audition. And she hit me up. And she was like, hey, I'm doing a show. I'm starting, you know, to produce. Do you want to do um, a show? It's 10 minutes. 
story time. And I'm like, fuck yeah. So that was my first show in April. I was, and I asked her like, hey, you know, I think my, my fiance is doing this too. You know, do you have any room on the show for her? She's like, no, not this time. But then she just hit her up and she's doing a show in Ice House uh, next week. So, I mean, for us Look, just starting in January, we're fucking hitting the ground running. You got the network going. And, yeah. you, and you get yeah. in it pretty fast. Um, yeah. Love it. Joe. It's like it's like this TTRPG shit. It's like it's all, all these things kind of coming together. You're like, wait, what? Like you said, like I had I didn't I had known no one in the space, and then all of a sudden everyone was like, come, come be present, come have fun. Like I had I had uh, Matt Mercer on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, I had um, Lexi on the show, Persephone on the or Persephone on the show, um, Josephine. Uh, I mean, I'm sure you know all these people, and I'm like, I'm just meeting y'all, and now I'm getting to work with y'all. <laughs> and people are like, Well, yeah, dude, that's what we do. And I'm like, I didn't know that. Yeah, the, you just gotta, you, you, well, it's a, it, you gotta do the Kevin Costner, man. You gotta put it out there, yeah, and yeah, and they'll come on. I mean, I appreciate you coming on Geekscape, dude, like, and just telling our stories because that's all you having me. I've been wanting to have you on for a while, and I was like, you got this show starting up again, guys, this tabletop news. Um, and it's watch tabletop. I think there's a siren. I can hear a siren. I think Matt Kelly's just gave a siren. You, a show. you have yeah, a show yeah, on yeah. the network now. And like, you don't even know you have a Geekscape <laughs> show on the network. now. You have a podcast now. Congrats on having a Geekscape but... podcast now. Um, and I was like, Joe, this is the week that I have you on the show. It's like the, the, when we talk about this watch tabletop and the tabletop news stuff. And uh, and I appreciate it. Next week, I think I have like wushu martial arts guys on the show. <laughs> oh, <laughs> or, shit. Or a musician. Like I, I, I keep trying to find ways to fit the people who want to do Geekscape into do Geekscape. And yeah. it, it, if my schedule doesn't fuck it up, which it has, uh, then, you know, I, I can't do two shows a week. Geekscape is so I'm just not doing it. I can't do that right now. I love you guys, yeah. um, but I just want to talk to people. Much. I got, I love talking to people though. I, I got into this one, you know, I got it in through college radio. And then when I started doing filmmaking, I missed the college radio. So I was, the podcasting started mm-hmm. up and I just love it. Geekscape is, I'm not even like top 10 on my own network anymore. Like so many of the Geekscape shows like horror movie night and weird Al, uh the weird algorithms, the weird Al Yankovic theme show. Mm-hmm. And, two dollar late fee and all this stuff like all those shows i'm so proud of them the boys over at binge town and they do shows on all sorts of stuff like that stuff is all doing so well and i'm just so super freaking happy to have this yeah. little family oh, that yeah. it's just it, i mean honestly if you wanted to start a podcast come do it over here at geekscape and you're part of the family um i love having oh, I you on the show man. i would love that my brother has a freaking podcast on here and i've been asking him for years zach from two dollar late fee starts talking to wrestling gets him in on it and suddenly my brother after i've asked him for years to do a po- wrestling yeah. themed podcast my brother was a wwe wrestler and now he's he's training uh wrestlers and things but i've asked him for years to do a wrestling podcast this that's network. so crazy and it took another podcaster on our network to, to get boom. him to do a podcast about wrestling. That's crazy. The territory Mark show, which I think they might do a live one at LA comic con, but I went to see 
Ooh. our anniversary, Heidi and I's anniversary was this past weekend, and we went to the old venue. And um, what's really funny about the old venue, I'll tell the story real quick, is it was an old ranch from late 1800s, early 1900s. Uh, but the sun symbol, the fa- it's in it's in West West Hills, it's uh, North Hills or whatever. It's over here by, oh, 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 by oh. Northridge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's here. It's like okay. a nice ranch. Yeah, it did the thing. Yeah, it's still it doing the, the bubbles. Thing. Yeah, it's still doing the thing. So last year we go to this ranch, and it's owned by the State Parks of Los Angeles. So we got a pretty good rate on it for the wedding. And um, but the ranch is old, and it's a historical area now. It's a park, and mm-hmm. It has in wrought iron in several places or in the keystones above the doors. It has in some of the tile work, a sun symbol, a native American or uh, several, several cultures have used this as a sun symbol in history, but it was famously turned into a symbol for hate by the Nazis. It's a swastika. No. So I show up. So so I told myself. I so Heidi and I had to address this, right? And there's a sign when you come to this thing. Like, what do we do about the fucking? Like, it tells you. It tells you this is an ancient sun symbol when the ranch was built to keep. You know, this wasn't changed to keep the you know prosperity of the historical building. And so this thing has a couple tiles around. I mean, I counted the fucking things. It's got twenty five fucking swastikas around the damn thing. And so I told Heidi, I was like, I'm going to cover it with Pokemon. I'm going to cover it with pictures of Pokemon. What ended up happening is we covered it with Mexican flags because I'm Mexican and we got the Mexican flags and I showed up early and Matt Kelly and some of my other groomsmen like George Callert, my business partner here in Geekscape, my best man, Noam Dromi. We go around early uh, before we get dressed and we're putting Mexican flag, not not Mexican flags, like the the Mexican nationality flag, but like the paper flags, Geekscape is, we're covering the Swazi. Mm paper flags and it looks like an adornment it looks normal and it, the tape's coming off a little bit towards the end of the night and some of these swastikas are revealing themselves but it's it was hard work because you had to walk around with fucking ladders and climb up there and be well, we're going around the whole property looking for these 24 25 swastika tiles and covering them with these paper <laughs> flags and as we're sitting outside of our dressing room Casper Van Dien, whose wife Jenny was one of the, the bridesmaids, and Casper is one of the most amazing people I've ever met in my life. He's a brother. I, I talked to him yesterday, and uh, we're sitting outside, and Jonathan goes, and he goes, Jonathan, you missed one. And he points, and there's a fucking giant wrought iron to cover a window. It's glass from breaking, like, you know, like bars on a window, a wrought iron fucking swastika in iron over the no i'm not gonna cover that like i would have to put it like a tablecloth over the damn thing and he goes he goes you did not see that coming (laughs) and i'm like you son of a bitch so on saturday we go to the property and hang out and just kind of walk it we reminisce oh it was a cheap i mean if you're looking to cut your budget you guys can have your wedding there, and uh, you just have to show up early and cover the damn swastikas. And but, just cover uh, them all the, up. Sun yeah. symbols. I'm going to say sun symbols. But the sun he, symbols. Yeah. I yeah. took a picture on Saturday and I sent it to him, and I was like, "God, it was one of the funniest. It was a, the wedding was amazing, and it was one of the best moments awesome. of the wedding. It was just laughing our fucking asses off at that crap. But uh, but we ended the night 
watching my brother do pro wrestling <laughs> and wrestle. And, and it was Heidi's idea, Geeks gave us. If you saw it on my socials, Heidi was like, you know, Paul has a show tonight, you know, here in LA. And I was like, yeah, but it's our anniversary. She's like, let's go see your brother. He's your brother. And I'm like, fuck yeah, cool. We went to wrestling. Yeah. And said, let's go. Yeah. So let's get you on the train to uh, I'm down podcasting and and wedding on a budget. We built all wedding of our budget, we built sure. all our centerpieces. Heidi built all the centerpieces and yes. everything, like just the ways to do it. We that got a taco amazing. lady. 800 bucks. We got a taco lady. Come and do Mexican tacos. So cool. She's from Guadalajara. So cool. She and my mom became best friends. They're both from Guadalajara. So cool. That's beautiful. But we can do this. I'm down. Okay. I think you know I, it. Geekscape us. I think we've vetted Joe enough. We can let him go. No, I mean, I had a good time. Thank, thank you so much jocks. for having me. Let's go. Well, uh, hey, your socials. Black Nito? Um, yeah, you can at me. Uh, so on Twitter... Blue Sky Threads at Blagnito underscore. Uh, on Twitter, I mostly talk about my comedy and acting, which is not going on right now because we're on strike. Uh, but stand up, you your stand about, up is your stand up. Is. Stand up, stand yeah, stand you up, know, stand up. Like you, find not, you know, yeah, you can find that. I'm not posting that until the new year. I'm, I'm I wanted to accumulate all of my stand up for this year. No, and you then can't put the my, trash up there. You got to put the good yeah. stuff up. Yes. Yeah, only good stuff, and then rebrand my YouTube so I can just have my my stand up on that on my personal. It's a lot of work, uh, and then, yeah. eh, I mean, that's what we do. We yes, fucking we, we ball. Uh, <laughs> and then for all my nerd stuff, uh, follow Tabletop Jocks. Definitely check out the show. It's a fun show. We have a lot of people on there, uh, but we're just having a good time. We don't give a fuck about the rules. Sometimes we're just like, eh, we missed that rule. Who cares? Uh, you know, a lot of fun people, a lot of, a lot of great, great, awesome, exciting people on there. Just, and we're going to keep it going. Okay. Cause fuck it. Well, geeks gave us LA comic con gave us every freaking panel we asked for, <laughs> which we asked for a lot of panels. Let's find one to put Joe on. Let's get him to LA comic con. He can walk around, be a nerd, check things <laughs> out. And, uh, and so I think you'll hear back from him here on geekscape sooner than later uh the best place to hear them you got to subscribe to the rss feed um i have a couple guests coming up who are like i don't think i want to do the live video thing so they might end up just being on audio the best way to get those episodes and along with all the panels at comic-con the main stage panels i do the panels in the panel rooms that we do we got some great stuff coming up you got to subscribe to the rss feed you got to subscribe to the audio podcast do it on spotify do it on apple Podcasts. however you listen to your podcast subscribe to escape share it with your friends all of that stuff uh, we got some good episodes coming up. Um, I, we'll see what next episode is next week. We've got two, three options. Uh, I'm going to have to pick one. I'm going to have to break a heart and be like, hey, <laughs> yes to you. Let's see if you can come back in a week or two. But things are yeah. getting crowded. And of course, we got the Loki 2 special once that season ends. If you guys are into that Star Wars stuff, we just did the Ahsoka special that's in the feed. Um, all right. Joe, thank you. Geeks gave us. You have your mission. Share this stuff. Leave the five stars, all that stuff you do for your podcast. Love you guys. We'll see you next week. Peace. You're listening to the Geekscape Network.